Welcome back, everyone, to the TikTok podcast. I am your host, Fern, and I got Big C with me here again. What's up, everybody? And um, we finally got him. We finally got the guest. Talk a suitable recap with him later on in the podcast. You'll hear my interview with him and what he thought about the, uh, about the, the Super Bowl. I'll have to recap a little bit of it. But also, we talk about Cowboys. We talk Johnny Football. We talk RG3. And no, it's not Ryan, so... I know. Uh, I don't know how much you hate to talk about that topic about who's in the quarterback going to be. Yeah, so we had a pretty good discussion about it. You'll hear about that later on the podcast. But first, I want to talk with Big C and get his thoughts on the Super Bowl. I mean, you were here. We had a bunch of people over. I was here. Yeah, we had a couple of good friends over watch Super Bowl with mm-hmm. us. We had good food. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. what was your opinion of the Super Bowl? Okay, if you could sum it up in one word, what would it be? Defense. Obviously. Of <laughs> Not just in defense, the Broncos defense. Holy crap! They did amazing. They showed up. They, they like, as you'll hear in my interview with uh, my special guest, I've I've said it multiple times. They went out there. They frustrated the hell out of Cam Newton. They showed why they were the best defense in the regular season. I most of most of the time, and they really did. I mean, again, Cam all game did not look comfortable Mm-mm. whatsoever. Mm-mm. He he couldn't get into a rhythm, and when he did, they they shut him down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, they don't have receiving weapons, and they have a great secondary, and their linebackers were hounding him the whole time. Demarcus Ware, Von Miller especially, he they was, blessed the fuck out of Von Miller in different spots, and he guy, went after him. That guy was a beast. And I again, like I said, Cam just was never comfortable. Whenever mm-hmm. he dropped back in the pocket, he couldn't find anyone, and he just he, he was frustrated mm-hmm. all game. They just frustrated him. And they did a great job at frustrating him because they got to him. And that's what you got to do with the quarterbacks. You got to rattle them a little bit and then get them off their com- comfort zone and stuff. And boy, they did did they. And I honestly thought Cam was going to come out second half, you know, adjust, you know. Get his mindset right, get back into a rhythm, but no, he couldn't do it. Mm-mm. He just couldn't. I mean, Von Miller was just after his ass all fucking game with all those fumbles and <laughs> holy shit. I mean, don't get me wrong, because I mean the Panthers' defense did what they could. They were they were starting Peyton. Not like Peyton had a great game on the offensive side. True, but the difference was the offensive uh, Broncos' offense didn't didn't come at them in turnovers as many as the, the Panthers. Did. And that's the thing too. It's uh the the Panthers' defense did great. It's just that they were playing a lot of short field, like a lot of short field with all a lot of turnovers that they caused on the Broncos' defense caused. I mean, mm-hmm. you saw the one where they scored that touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, they were playing a lot of uh, they were covering a lot of a little bit of field. They didn't get you know. Payton didn't have to drive 80 yards to go for a score or punch it in for anything. A lot of those situations they were put out there, it was a short field for the Panthers defense to cover. So it was pretty easy for the Broncos defense to, you know, score points. And so, But, again, it's not like Peyton put out great numbers. He didn't have to, though. And that's the thing. That defense won him that Super Bowl and I mean I'm not taking anything away from Peyton because he, he had a pretty decent game he had he did what he did what he had to yeah. take care of the ball make some good passes and stuff uh, especially to Manny Sanders because they shut down Demarius Thomas yeah for some reason like, like at the end of the se- at the end of the season and he, even some games in the playoffs he hasn't been the same Demarius Thomas he's been dropping a lot of balls and he hasn't been good. I guess team defense are like covering towards him more I guess and that's what like they're stopping him from throwing the ball towards him or something but 
He just uh, he seems to be not not involved in the games at all. I think it's more the fact that Peyton isn't really himself. He's not throwing as as well as he should. I mean, this season he's been battling injuries, and you know, the question of is he really getting old? Is he you know age finally becoming a factor? I mean, it showed this season. I mean, he had to miss like what over half the season and stuff because of injuries and, and quote unquote injuries. So, so I think that's what's going on with Demarius. I think he's taking the some of that. But I mean, Emmanuel Sanders is he's picking up the slack. I mean, that, that's good. I mean, they need somebody else to do it for them. But it was a it was an interesting Super Bowl. I wouldn't say it wasn't that bad. It was all right. Well, it wasn't a blowout, so I'm happy for that. Yeah, and I think that, like I said, it's just Cam just couldn't get together on the offensive side. And nah, I mean they they tried to run the ball, but then uh, like was it uh, uh Tolbert fumbled? <laughs> yeah, he did fumble. I was like, did he fumble twice? I he lost he, one. Yeah, he fumbled twice. He lost one. I was like, you can't again. You can't win games without turning the ball over a lot. So. Yeah. So no matter what they did, they, they the Broncos defense had to. He, they had a. They had an answer for everything they threw out there. Especially, I, I think the uh, a good example was um, where he threw it to the outside for Tedkin to catch it and throw it back to Cam so he can kind of run it. <laughs> they set the thing out so quick. I don't know who was it stayed with Cam the whole time. As soon as he threw it. And he was about to chase after Ted again, but I guess he recognized the play and stayed with Cam to cover him. Mm. I was like, That's smart. Broncos defense, man, they're smart. They had an answer for everything that the the Panthers threw out there. Again, man, Wade Phillips, a hell of a defensive coordinator. Not a not a good head coach, though. That's fine. That's fine. Defensive coordinator, that man's a genius. Yeah, he did great. I mean, he has a lot of great pieces over there. And, I mean, again... Congratulations to the Broncos for winning. Congratulations for Demarcus Ware for getting a ring. I'm I mean, happy for former that cowboy. I'm happy for that guy. He deserves it. And I'm gonna ask you the same question I asked my guest: uh, Is this Peyton's last rodeo? Is it over? Uh, is this the storybook ending that he needs, or will he be back for another season? I want to say yes, but like uh, knowing Peyton, he he probably doesn't want to go out going with being this you know quarterback that was hurt and couldn't throw the ball and this and that. But he got a ring. He did. I, like I said, he. I think he should retire. He, he goes off on top, and nobody, nobody cares. I mean, I mean, right off in the sunset, like a lot of the great people have. John Elway did it. He won. He won another Super Bowl, and he just retired. Okay, that's great. And plus, he's not getting any younger. He goes back next year. Who knows? He might miss even more time because of. So whatever kind of injury you might have, because. I mean, he is what gonna be forty next year. He's up there, so I mean, might as well right off on the, off the stuff. It's like he needs more money. He has a shit ton of it. I mean, needs those endorsements he has. I mean, he is loaded with money. True. So I don't know. There'd be it, it would suck to see Peyton go because, like I said, he is one of my favorite quarterbacks growing up. I admire his work with the Colts and just everything about him. Oh, of course, of course. He's a genius. He was great. He's, he's definitely one of the greats of this era. But I think it's time to go. I think it's time for him to just go out on top. He got a ring. He he's got two now. Yeah. He's two and two. He's, he's tied with Eli. Two two rings. Oh, did you see the did you see Eli's face when the Yeah, he had like a like pissed off face. What the fuck was that all about? I think because inside he was like he he knew he had two rings and he was somewhat 
that's the only thing he can latch on to be better than his brother but now that, that he has two, two he's like he's like crap I have to win another one or something to be I have to get another great defense to win me another ring I mean it could happen but yeah he, he looked so pissed yeah he too. looked pissed off like damn everybody else was celebrating he was like <sighs> yeah I don't know what the fuck that was all about it was hilarious but don't count this Panthers out. This Panther team out next year, though, they're definitely going to do something next year. They've shown some flashes of. Uh, they're a young team. This is their first time in the. In the the big dance, the big Super Bowl. So definitely watch out for them next year. I mean, they're they're going to get Calvin Benjamin back next year, so that, that's a plus. Geekly's still young. Camp's still young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Josh yeah. Norman is. Uh, again, I'm, I'm think, uh, I think I read that that's the top priority this offseason to sign him to a long term deal. Yeah. Well, they even said, like, if they can't, it's going to franchise him, which, I mean, no big surprise there. That's what they have it for. Yeah. To keep him off the free agent market. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll see what they do next year, but it was a hell of a season, a hell of an NFL season. It's over. Sad. But. It's time for baseball now. Pitchers and catchers report in like 30-something days, I think. Do it? I think it's 30-something. i got to double-check that. But it, it's coming up. Pitchers and catchers are about to report. When's it's spring training? March? Sometime April? next month. March. No, April's the beginning of the season. So, yeah, March-ish. So, I think it's 30-something days. We're still in the early February, so it's yeah, thirty some days. Yeah. But baseball's almost here. I'm excited to see what our Rangers do. I read a report saying that you Darvish says that he fe- his feels a lot stronger after you know all this Tommy John rehab and so. Apparently, he said he could throw ninety five right now, but he doesn't want to. Don't don't push it right now. Yeah, don't push it right now. Yeah, no. Save it. Save it for later. Uh, that's smart though. Like, hey, I, it's good that you can think of throw ninety five, but don't do it now. Do it like later. But. I'm definitely excited for baseball season. Definitely excited for Rangers. Ready to go back to the ballpark. But now let's talk uh, NFL awards before we do close out on the NFL season because they've officially been announced. Uh, of course, Cam Newton was your MVP of the league. As he should have been. And he was also Offensive Player of the Year. I can see that too. I agree with that. Or should have been Tom. What did Tom do? Tom did put better numbers. Did he? Yeah. With passing numbers? Yeah. Mm. But with Cam, you also got to include his rushing stuff and his rushing touchdowns and stuff. Tom put up 36 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, 4,770 yards. It's another Tom year. Had a good, solid season for Tom Terrific. Even though that motherfucker was supposed to be suspended for like 6 games. 4 games. Whatever. Cam threw 35 touchdowns and interception, 3,837 yards. So, one more touchdown for Tom and three less interceptions. Hmm. But I also think they also looked at the record a little bit and that kind of swayed, swayed towards uh, Cam. Yeah, or, you can also, you got to put in 636 rushing yards and 10 rushing touchdowns. There you go. With him, you also got to include the rushing because he's, he's also a runner. He's yeah. a threat in the goal line. Yeah, that's true. Uh, rookie of the year was Todd Gurley. Well deserved. He, he turned up the second half of the season. Well, when he when he came, because he was hurt the first mm, two, four, three, four games, wasn't it? 
Yeah, because he came back in. Uh, I think it was like yeah, he came back in the fourth game. He had a yeah game, but then after that he had turned like, up. He had like figured it out. Four or five games where he was just fucking going berserk. So I was like, oh my god. Uh, defensive player of the year was JJ Watt. I could see. I mean, who else? Was it? Well, who's better than JJ Watt? No, 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 no. Never mind. It should have been JJ. Uh, your comeback player of the year was Eric Berry. I could see that. I mean, he overcame whatever. Cancer. Yeah. So. Came back and played and had a pretty good season for the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, because I'm about that. Uh, I don't think he thought he was going to come back. So. Yeah. And when he did. Your NFL.com fantasy player of the year was Antonio Brown. As he should be. I think I was a beast. But I, I kind of agree with most of these awards. Yeah. Uh, Coach of the year was Ron Rivera, of course. Mm. Almost had a perfect season. Almost. Those damn Falcons had to ruin it. Hey, good for them. And, again, another thing before we close it out. Uh, Beast Mode, retiring. He did. He, he retired during the third During the Super Bowl. Bowl. During the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, he retired. Yeah, he posted a what, picture of Instagram? him hanging his cleats in the telephone wire and put a peace sign. Peace. A, a peace emoji. Dude, a bunch of, who, who else retired? Because I don't remember somebody else retired. It was like Marshawn. I don't know. God, man, it's going to kill me for not knowing. But I remember somebody, like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, a bunch of people retiring this season. Uh, you also have reports saying that Johnny Football showed up noticeably drunk to practice on his final on the final games of the season. <laughs> okay. Man. I was cheering for that guy, but Jesus, he's making it so hard to be one of his fans. So I was like, "Hey, did you hear that?" Is uh, apparently he ruptured his girlfriend's uh, eardrum. eardrum. Yeah, because he hit her. That guy's going downhill real fast. Um, real fast. And also, uh, the whole like people attacking Cam for being a quote-unquote sore loser. I don't get that campaign. Okay, that's another thing about people being like, you know, flip floppers. Like, a couple weeks ago, people were praising this guy for being this great quarterback, a great guy off the field, this and that. He he got mad because he didn't win. Tell me who would be happy to lose in the fucking Super Bowl. Well, also, he was the last guy to leave the field and congratulate Peyton. He also left the media thing because of, uh, uh, God, what's his name? The defense. Chris Harris. Chris Harris was talking like to a media, talking really loud, and Cam can hear him, and he just got pissed off. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. He should have just stayed up there, this and that. But it's it hard. Was, I mean, you it, just lost this fucking championship game. Like, if I was came out of left too, I'm like, damn. Like, we could have, we could have been that guy talking. Like, we had a game plan. We did it. We won. We executed it. Yeah, and plus, it's the me. It's the way that they the media, media stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like. They had them to way too close together. The care, the cares, and they're saying like if they had them more separated, then they then probably wouldn't. It, have that happened. wouldn't have happened. He but would. it's whatever. Cam's a great guy. He, he'll come. He'll bounce back next season. Like I said, this is not the the last time we'll see the Cam Newton lead the Panthers to a playoff run. So we'll see. And we'll, again, we'll see. I think the next time we'll talk NFL will be free agent signings and draft. Draft is in what, April. May? Late is it, April? Is it, I think it's in May. I think it's April. I think, unless it changed it to May again. 
I would say. Well, it's it's between there, like late, late April, late April, early May. Yeah, right. So we'll, that's probably the last time we'll talk NFL in this podcast. So let's go ahead and move on to our next our next main sport, which is NBA. We'll give you a, a quick and brief, real quick. Uh, fucking Mavs, dude. So last week <laughs> we we lost against the Hawks. We lost against the Heat in a close fucking game because we blew it. We got blown out by the Spurs when we were down like 40 points in the ha- at halftime. But we beat the Grizzlies, one of the best defensive teams, I, I would think. I don't know if they are as good as last year. And now, as of today recording this, we just lost against the Jazz, who we were up by like 10 points in the fourth quarter. What the fuck is wrong with us? Why can't we not fucking close out games in the fourth quarter? That's a good question. I wish I could answer it. It's like, I'm not even watching the game. I'm just like, I just keep hearing from my phone, like, hey, they're up by this or they're down by this or whatever. I really don't know. I don't know what's wrong with our players that they can't close out a game. I mean, it's not like Dirk is any, like, Dirk used to be our closer back in the day when he was younger and stuff. He could do it, but now he's older and he needs somebody else to do it. I don't know if Chandler Parsons could be the guy. I'm not watching the games. He, I, I heard he's, he's doing pretty well. He, the last couple games or whatever before that, he was on a tear by scoring and stuff. But it's, it's again, it's like we'll have a team surrounded uh, by a bunch of scrubs. No offense to none of the players. It's mostly filled with scrubs. And for some reason, they can never close out a game. I don't know why. I mean, who, specifically, who are you calling a scrub? Mostly, other than Dirk and Parsons. Look, Darren Williams is old. He's not, he's not as young as he used to be. He used to be a great fucking point guard. And now he's lost it when he was in Brooklyn. And he came over here. And he's doing pretty well. But again, he has to take a bunch of nights off and stuff. Uh, was, Wesley Matthews, he's good, but he's very inconsistent. Even though he's supposed to be our three-point specialist, he really is. He's very inconsistent. It's either he's hot, he's hot. He's cold, he's cold. And lately, he's been really cold. Uh, I mean, you can't you can't tell me Zaza's not really good. He's playing really well. I'm not gonna take anything from Zaza. Like Powell. He hasn't been playing as much as he used to at the beginning of the season. If you just look at some of the previous games, he's barely getting his playing time. Uh, we still have Fat Ass Raymond Felton. He's been doing pretty well. Uh, JJ Barea, Devin Harris. I don't know what they've been doing lately. But either way, heading into All Star break, we are officially 29 and 25 in the first half of the season. We are six in the West. Yeah, that was more of what the, I thought this team was going to be most of the damn season. Be around 500. Not the beginning of the season where they were like winning games miraculously. and We were like fourth in the West. Yeah, they were doing really well. We are four games ahead of eighth place. Guess who's eighth place? The Jazz. Oh, thank you. So. Again. We lost to another playoff team. Technically. Technically. So. Next, well, after All Star break, we'll definitely. I'm gonna just definitely start trying to see if I can watch the games after work. But I definitely want to talk more Mavs and get in more in depth of what's going on and see if they turn around the second half of the season 
and we'll see what happens. I mean, during the second half of the season, we're at All-Star break, so they can relax and we can enjoy the festives. I don't even know who's competing in the slam dunk contest this year. Uh, yeah, not the, the players. Uh, I, oh, not, not nobody really that much of importance or whatever. Three-point contest? Don't know who's in three-point contest. Mm. We'll figure it out next podcast. We'll, we'll definitely give an update of what's going on with the, or what happened at All-Star break. Yeah. But our Mavs, I don't know. We'll see if they can turn around. And like also said. about the Mavs, they're a really old team. Very old. So that's probably another thing that's around. That's probably during like the end of the end of the games or whatever. Their tired legs can't you know last in um, you know the entire game. They they're old and we'll see what they do. Like I said, we'll I'm see. hoping they're saving it for the second half of the season, not be not in the first half because the first half nobody really gives a shit. Unless you're the Warriors trying to go 72 and 10, which I think they will. Well, if you have young, fresh legs, of course. But like our, we have a bunch of old people on our team, so we need rest. Forty-six and four heading into All Star break. That's really good. And the Spurs are behind them, forty-four and eight. That's ridiculous. and they're old too. That's ridiculous. They're old though. Not as much as you would think. Kawhi Leonard. They got who else? They got. I mean, Ginobili. He's out for a while because he ruptured a testicle. I think. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they got Tony. <laughs> oh, fuck Ginobili. Oh, watch out. Parker. But they have more, they have younger, more younger, uh, I'm assuming more younger players. Danny than Green. Do. Yeah. Can't say the Mark Aldridge is young. He's in his he's 30. Old. And plus, he's not doing, he's not doing as well as I thought he was going to do with the Spurs. Yeah. I, I was a lot more, I don't know. Well, I mean. When was, they got him, I was like so worried. I was like, "Holy crap, they're going to be this fucking amazing team!" But he, so far, he's not doing this. Well, the team is amazing. Him, yeah. <laughs> and plus, Pop. somehow Pops has something, and I don't know what the fuck he does to that team. But that team is, ugh. Um, I don't know. I, I I've always said it before. I'll say it again. I hate the Spurs, but I respect Pops. It's, it's hard not to respect the guy. Of course, I mean I'm a, I'm a mass fan. I hate everything, everything Spurs and stuff. But I have to when there's greatness somewhere in our you know state or division or conference, you have to acknowledge it. And that guy is a great coach. I don't know what the fuck he does, how he finds these people in the dra- again in the draft, something we never fucking do for some reason, and build them up to be these great players. I don't know. I gotta ask. We gotta ask him what he does and how he does it. But oh, you know pops like that? Nah, I wish. Teach me how to fucking coach and be successful. Fuck, I would do it. I'd be. Yeah, I would tell Q and like, hey, pay attention to the draft and get some young people to help out, Dirk. Yeah. But one more question before we move on to our next sport: Chandler Parsons is going to leave after the season. Mm, I want to say I want to say yes, but. I think him and Cuban are really tight. He's my boy, and I'm gonna say no. He's staying. He's the future of the franchise. This is the only way I think he's gonna leave. If him and Coach Carlisle don't get along, Cuban's gonna choose Coach Carlisle. I think over Chandler Parsons. Of course, look what happened to Rondo, bitch ass. (laughs) What's because he's a terrible player? Yeah, but he's doing great with the Kings. 
Yeah, look how good they are. They suck. No, the too. whole team sucks. They're having a debacle. They so, don't know they're with hey, They should fire George Carl. No, I don't know what the hell's going on hey, over there. And plus, Rondo does better with crappy teams anyway. He likes to put up numbers. That's what we like to do. Then be with a shitty team and don't go anywhere. Yeah, I don't understand it. He's got a ring, so what does he care? But let's go ahead and talk WWE real quick. Because I think next week I'm going to try to get Kadeem back and talk about this, but... You should. Daniel Bryan retired. You haven't seen the speech, have you? I haven't, but yeah. I don't want to see it. I'm, yeah. It's going to get emotional. Yeah, it was good. It was good. But it just sucks that he couldn't return in the ring, you know? I, I get it, though. I mean, Vince doesn't want him to get in there and get hurt again or something, like, seriously fucking happened to him in his ring again. I mean, he was, I think he was quote-unquote cleared by some doctors. He was cleared by his doctors, it's just the WWE doctors won't clear him. Yeah. But, I I mean, I get the ask, the, the point of it does, like, they don't want him to, like, get re-injured, like, even worse this time again, and, you know, risk the thing of, you know, just getting re-injured, like, badly. It'd yeah. Be, um, I don't blame them, like I said. They're just taking really precaution. I mean, that was the best route. And As they should. I mean, they don't want to be known. They don't want to be like the NFL and like, hey, you might have a concussion. Do with shitty you. with handling concussions Get and back shit. in there. Yeah, yeah, so I get it. I I hate it because I love Daniel Bryant. I wanted to see him back in the ring. I would have loved to have seen a Daniel Bryant-AJ Styles match in the WWE. But it's over. Yeah, it sucks. His career was cut a little short because of injuries, just and like Edge. It, yeah, and it sucks that uh, he never really got a, a good title run with the with you know when he won the championship. I'm just glad he actually won it and say he actually did it. And it's crazy because it was because of us, like us fans that kept telling, you know, kept tweeting and shit, like just at at shows chanting that we want Daniel Bryan, and it happened. We made it happen. They did. They did because. The, the higher-ups never wanted Daniel Bryan to become what he became. But we made it happen. Y'all did. We did. Us, I mean, like I said, next week, I'm going to try to get Kadeem in here. I want to talk Daniel Bryan with him. I want to talk top ten, or not top ten matches, but our favorite matches that he's ever put up anywhere. I know he'll have, like, Ring of Honor ones, too. Oh, he'll have something from everywhere. So, I definitely want to get Kadeem in here talk Daniel Bryan because it sucks. He definitely became one of my favorite wrestlers in the past couple of years. And it's thanks to him. Thanks to Kadeem for showing me about him. But it sucks, man. Yeah. And we lost a great one. Thanks to Daniel Bryan because people from the Indies would never be in the WWE if it wasn't for him and his success. Him and CM Punk. That's right, Mr. Punk. Can't forget Phil Brooks. True. He, he left a sour taste in everybody's mouth, but that's okay. That was no, I still this. love the guy. That's fine. That's fine. I love the guy. It's good. I respect what he did. Left on his own terms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. But other than that, you're about to hear our com- my conversation, because you were at work at the time. My conversation with our, our special guest, who and we recaptured Bull. Again, we, kept, we talked Cowboys, we talked Johnny Football and RG3, so... Go ahead and give it a listen to our com- my conversation. Sorry, I keep saying our, but my conversation with our special guest. All right, so we're here right now with my special guest who was supposed to be here last week, but unfortunately, shit happens and he couldn't make it. But my special guest here is uh, 
YNFY, my good friend Nino, who is now going as Nino every day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me here. For <laughs> thank you for finally coming. I mean, it's I've a, been it's an honor. I've been trying to get you in here for a while, but I'm glad that you're here for the Super Bowl recap. And what a game! What a game! What uh, a game! I kind of, I mean, me and Caesar talked about it last week. Uh, we felt it's gonna be a very defensive game. Unfortunately for me, I had Panthers winning. I had Cam Newton adjusting and beating the Broncos. But that Bronco defense just gave them different looks all game. And Cam Newton could not do shit. Those blitzes, they couldn't pick up at times. And they they blitzed the shit out of them. They sent DeMarcus Ware after him. They sent Bob Miller after him. And Cam Newton did not sure. do shit. He just could not adjust. He got sacked, I don't know how many times. He got sacked quite a few times. And... I mean, the Panthers defense did what they could. But when you're getting thrown out there almost every three and out, after one three and out, or after those turnovers that... <laughs> lovely turnovers that were lovely. caused. Uh, defense wins championships. And it showed. Because, I mean, if we're being honest here, Peyton Manning not win this. Oh, no. I agree. But I want to say one thing. Go ahead. And, and this is the most important thing that I think we have to say. Is that... Cam Newton was not himself, okay? No, okay, but that's important because when Cam Newton is himself, it's a totally different game, and he's great. See, he was he was made he was a minimal factor in the game, you know, and, that, and that's what they wanted. And and if they were gonna win, he had to be himself, exactly. and he wasn't. I mean, he didn't he... look prepared, or maybe the defense really got to him, but. Physically, he didn't look as explosive, but I mean, I don't know. And that's the thing too. It's like, sorry, alarms. It's okay. It's an alarm. Uh, but see, that's the thing though. Like, uh, if the Panthers had any chance of winning, Cam Newton had to go out there. He had to play. He had to make plays. He had to adjust. I mean, mm-hmm. that defense, that Broncos defense, is no joke. Let's be honest here. All season long, they've been doing yeah. this, but. I, for one, thought Cam Newton would be smart enough to come out there in the second half and adjust, make plays. I mean, because there were a couple of drives there. And they were look, they were having some promising drives. I mean, they did have that one touchdown drive in the second quarter, which I thought, okay, this is Cam Newton adjusting. This is Cam Newton getting into his groove. Uh, but, unfortunately, no, defense, uh, Broncos defense just stepped up even more. It won, and, it won them the game. And that's what it is. I mean, Von Miller was your MVP of the game. Uh, he had what? Uh, two forced fumbles. I think both of them were in camp too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll say one for sure. I don't know if they were both on him. I think they were both on camp because the one was the touchdown, right? Oh and yeah, the one. So where... it's the final score. Final score of your game: twenty-four ten. Man. And see, okay, and I want to talk about one of those force fumbles. I don't know if you re- remember this. Um, one of those force fumbles, I don't know who caused it. Camp Newton got hit, fumble, and he looked at the ball while DeMarcus Ware <laughs> dove for it. And Camp Newton could have challenged him for it, but he didn't. He just kind of looked at him, hesitated, and didn't go for it, and then backed off last minute. And did you see DeMarcus Ware coming on your screen just diving for that ball? Cam was not himself. But was that a smart play for Cam to do that? Well, maybe he was thinking of the repercussions, you know? What repercussions? Diving with DeMarcus Ware. I mean, head on. 
side to side, no matter how it is. You don't know what's going to happen. But it's a Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl. So you got to think about the next play. You know? I mean, if you feel an athlete's not, think about it, an athlete's not going to, something made him not do it. You know? And this is just, I, I, you know, I don't know what was going through his mind. But if it was what's at stake, the Super Bowl, but do you want to make an early exit? Not really. Yeah, but I mean, he could have got that ball. Let's be honest here. He could have got that ball. It was right there. It was literally right there. He hesitated and then backed off last minute. Then DeMarcus Ware came in for the swoop. He could have got that ball. Why he didn't do it, I don't know. So do you... See, <laughs> you know me, Fern. You know how I think about these things. You know the you know how I feel that almost everything is politics, man. You know and so you're thinking Cam I don't know. did it on purpose. I don't know. You know, <laughs> honestly, that to me, I want to believe that more than my first statement. You know, is I'm telling you, he looked uneasy. He looked he looked scared. You know, I, I, that that smile, that joy for the game, it wasn't there, man. It, it was evidence. It was more frustration. It kind of reminded me like of LeBron James when he just wasn't doing it in the fourth quarter when he needed to. I'm dead serious, man. It except, just, it, except for one quarter, it was all game. You know, it just, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, Cam, But when they needed him the most, and they needed him since the beginning, it's just, it just, you well, know? He was your MVP of the season. And yeah. for a reason, he led that offense. He took care of that offense all season. I mean, when you lose your biggest weapon in Kelvin Benjamin... I mean, no offense, I've said this before, but you have receivers like Corey Brown, I'm pretty sure no one really knew until this season. Ted Ginn Jr., who's not that great. Uh, Greg Golson is probably your best bet as your security blanket at tight end. Devin Funches was a rookie who, in the beginning, didn't do much, and then they started picking up in the second half of the season. And, of course, Cam needed to beat Cam, and... He didn't show any, any flashes of it. I mean, it might have been a play or two where he made a good throw, but all all night he was, yeah. he, was he didn't sluggish. seem comfortable. He didn't seem he was comfortable. Sluggish, like he was tired or something. He I'm did not. Serious. He did not seem comfortable in the pocket. Uh, he felt present. He felt the uh, the rush come, and he was making bad decisions at the time, bad throws. And I'm I'm I don't know. Maybe that Denver defense just lived up to the to its name. I mean, all season they were yeah. the best defense. Yeah, and Peyton Manning. He was he was he was he wasn't great, but I think he did. That's what Peyton does, you know. He does what he has to do. Well, you know, that's what a good quarterback does, man. He he does. You don't as a court in the NFL, you're not gonna have a great game. You're, I mean, he didn't have a terrible game. Okay, that's for certain. But he did what he had to do. And in the end, if Cam did what he had to do, which which he but except he had a bigger task, you know, the he had a bigger task. I feel his like plate was going to be a little bit more full. I feel like that's the same. But let me get back to your point of Peyton doing what he had to do. When I think of Peyton Manning, I don't think of him not throwing a touchdown, not throwing. I mean, he threw 141 yards and an interception. I don't think that's Peyton Manning's numbers. Maybe in the playoffs because he's been very effish playoff mm-hmm. time. But we're talking regular season Peyton Manning. That's not the numbers that I, I see, see him throwing. But that's 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 always been the thing about him. He's always been one of the greatest. 
season quarterbacks, postseason. So that's the only reason why I say that he did what he had to do. You know? Oh, but most it, definitely. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're getting, you're catching what I'm throwing. is like, he wasn't great. He could have had three interceptions, and it's a whole different game. You know? It would have just been a turnover fest. I mean, because, yeah. I mean, Cam had three turnovers. But then you give Cam the ball three extra possessions. Is that something you really want to do? Well, the way the Denver defense was playing, then I wouldn't be worried. Yeah, but you're you're going to be out there three more times. So if they're out there two whole other possessions and they run them across the field 80 yards each time, even if they don't score, I bet you on that third try, they're going to have an easier chance of scoring. You're going to wear them out, and it's a whole different game. What if those three? What if you put your your defense against the offense three times in a row in the first quarter, dude? You're going to drain them. Yeah, you, you know, you see what I'm saying. I see what you're saying, but so, but the you know, way the, one interception and hey, eat it. But everything he did, everything else, you know, he didn't have to be great, but he had to be solid. You know, if, you, if you're getting me, I don't know. If he, I see what you're saying. I mean, but again, these have been kind of what Peyton Manning numbers have been this year. A little disappointing to yeah, say because yeah. he's one of the greatest, and mm-hmm. I expect a lot from him. But, I mean, he's been dealing with injuries in the season. And, again, postseason, he's not really the greatest postseason quarterback. But, fortunately for him, he had a great defense to back him up and win him the game. I mean, this is honestly just like... That's the, that's the, that's the truth. That's the, story, that's, that's the that's, story of the game. Yeah, and I bet co- all old-fashioned coaches, they love it. That's their motto, man. Of course, man. Defense wins games. Exactly. And defense wins championships, and yeah. it, it proved today. I mean, again, no knock at the, at the Panthers' defense because they did what they could. Mm-hmm. But when you're getting throw out there with short field uh, uh, situations, I mean, those turnovers are just costly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they did what they could. Cam did not step up. He, I, like I said, those blitzes really frustrated the mm-hmm. hell out of him. He was getting knocked down. He probably got knocked down more times than he ever did in any playoff game this season. Oh. And they were just throwing, giving them different looks. I mean, some plays you see the the Broncos defense switching players up. You know, just they did a really great job at frustrating him and keeping him uncomfortable the whole game. Mm-hmm. And again, Cam Newton, eighteen for forty-one. I mean, two hundred and sixty-five yards, the interception, and of course the two fumbles that he did lose. So, Man. very defensive game. Um, who would you have winning before the game started? Before the game even happened, who would you have winning? Okay. So I have two, okay? So it's before the game and before a couple wagers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So in the beginning, I thought the Panthers were going to win, okay? Mm-hmm. And and this is just to go to show you that I'm a... I'm not, you know, I don't know at all. So I thought Panthers were going to win for... I thought... I thought Peyton would have the game he would have. I just didn't. I I knew the Broncos' defense was good. But I thought, I was like, okay, you know what? They've been great. And this is going to be that game that they're going to get exposed. And it just happened to be the last game. I I honestly thought that was going to happen. I thought Peyton wasn't going to have enough. And that's it. (laughs) I'm done being 100. I'm completely honest. Yeah, I think... I think something that really played a, a big part in the Panthers' like downfall was their 
they're new to this. Yes. They're new yes. to the playoffs. I mean, they're a young team. Super Bowl is a different, you know, it's a different feel. It's a different game. Like, you know, I yeah. bet it's a way bigger, like, atmosphere and stuff. So you it's put all your big eat. boy pants on. Exactly. You got to take it in. You really got to settle in. But again, Broncos giving him a hard time, frustrating him. So he never had time to settle in or get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I mean, which is why I don't like the whole media week thing. You know, putting pressure on them. That's a lot of stuff that they have to deal with. You know, wait till after. I, I but they do it. They do it for TV. But you know, if you really wanted a a, a good solid game, focused players. You know, real strategic. You want to see who the best team is, and you take away the extra stuff, and you and you let them play. You you let them play peacefully. You know, you don't. I want a mic all up in their face. That's just that's just my personal opinion, you know. I mean, half of those guys probably want to sleep almost every night worrying about whether they said something wrong or not wrong. Mm. They probably were like, "Oh, did I say anything wrong?" And dude, they probably thought about it some nights, and some nights they probably felt they did say something wrong, or you know, it's just like it's a lot to soak in for them, you know, about to play one of the biggest games of your life. Yeah, and I mean. I can't complain. It was a pretty good game. I'm not gonna say it was terrible. I mean, there were times where I was like, "This is kind of boring," but it was a very good game. Um, very defensive game. Like I guess, like I said before, it was pretty predictable. It was gonna be a defensive game. I mean, the two best defenses. What I didn't predict was Camp Newton getting just you know thrown, hit, sacked, frustrated. But with that being said, Peyton Manning is now two and two in Super Bowls. He is finally five hundred. Just he like has, his little brother. He has his two rings. Oh no, no, his brother's two and zero. I'm sorry. He has ah. his, he has his two rings like Eli, <laughs> and um, and I have to ask you your thoughts on. Do you think this is Peyton Manning's last? That was Peyton Manning's last game. Is he going to retire? If Peyton Manning, okay. I'm gonna restate that because I just I played it in my head first, and then I thought that sounds pretty rude. What I was gonna say is if Peyton Manning was smart. He would retire. Okay, but now that I that sounds pretty mean. So I want to say, if I were Peyton Manning, I would retire. You know, you you coming off a win. What are the odds? Everyone's gonna come back. You're gonna have the same defense. You're gonna have the same offense. You you still have a whole off season that you have to worry about people not getting injured. Um, so and you you're in you're in nice you're in decent physical health. You know, shape. You can walk. You don't want your last season, you know, to be where you can't even enjoy your retirement. So if I were him, that's how. That's the approach I would. Especially if he has kids. I don't know if he has kids or not. But I think he does. You know, so that's how I would see it. So I, you know. So you say retirement? Yeah, I think so. You think this is his last rodeo for the sheriff? Well, because, you know, it's hard. When you're a competitor, then I would understand the competitive side. You know, I understand both sides because you want to win. And when it's in your blood, you know, and, man, come on. that's Imagine that adrenaline, dude. Come on. That's that's something you want again and again as long as you can try, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I would understand both, but that's the approach I would take. So And I I think he's a pretty smart guy, and maybe that's how he's looking at it. So... And honestly, I think it's—I feel the same way. I think—I mean, what better way to leave than with a fucking ring? Yeah. And uh, like I was telling Caesar last week when we were doing the 
the predictions and stuff. Um, I think the defense really stepped up. I felt like it was like a Ravens situation whenever they won their last Super Bowl, yeah. where Joe Flacco was just like super hype, super like, you know, they you wanted Ray Lewis to leave with the ring. Mm-hmm. So they were playing off of that emotion that, hey, I want to make them leave with the ring. So I think that's how the Broncos were playing. They really wanted to get that win just for Peyton Manning to retire. If he is, no one really knows yet. But if he does, he gets a storybook ending of him getting a ring yes. and leaving with that. And I mean, two's not bad. No, two two's not, not bad. bad. You know, some some quarterbacks don't get one, so two's not bad. I mean, for a person who, for a quarterback who I truly admire, I am a big Paint Manny fan since he was with the Colts, and him being one of the greats in the regular season. Two rings for a mediocre postseason quarterback, and I hate to say that because he kind of is. It's not bad. And he came off a pretty serious injury. Yeah, you he, know, so, he, dealt, he dealt with a pretty so injury bug season. There was the adversity in his, his legacy there, too. So, yeah, it's it's good. I uh, Honestly, you know, because Cam's going to come back. No, he's going to bounce back. You know. They're a young you team. Know, and and a you young still team. have to worry about every other good quarterback that, that's not half as beat up as him. You know, and and that's it. We don't know what rookie's going to come up and, and have a great season. You know, it's just yeah, but make an exit, sir. Carol- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Carolina, Get though. Your money. Carolina is uh, they're a young team, so oh, I yeah. no doubt they're going to be back in that playoff mm-hmm. hunt again, and maybe first. Hopefully, but. hopefully, I re- I really do. I I, I want to see them bounce. You know, not as bad as I want to see my Cowboys bounce back, but uh, you know, I, I want to. <laughs> that them. is a different story for yeah. a different day because yeah. I've said nothing. I actually said everything that I needed to say about this season and how I felt about it. You might disagree with some of my points if you listen to my podcast, but I've said my grace. I think I'm done with that team until the next season to see how they will disappoint me again. But we need that, a miracle in the draft. You know what? Let's go ahead and talk about it. We need a miracle. Number four in the draft. Are you picking a quarterback? How? How can you not? I'm sorry. Really? Man, unless you want to go back. To the Quincy Carter, yeah, who's Quincy Carter, right? Um, unless you want to go back to those days, or what was the other guy? Carpenter, not Carpenter. The, what you mean, Vinny? Vinny uh, no, not even Vinny Testaverde. He had some type of name recognition. Um, I can't even remember his name. He's a blonde hair guy. Um, geez. At quarterback. Yeah. We'll come back to that. Sure. Um, yeah, I, me too. Man, I don't even remember his name. Unless you want to go back to that. You're saying take a quarterback. Take a quarterback. If you're ready to you're ready to have those type of seasons again, then you know, I'm draft on, everything else. I am but. honestly surprised. I could have sworn you're going to go the other way and say, no, let's get defense. Because, I mean, some people say I'm defense. Sorry. Romo, look, I love Romo. But us, with the right state of mind and the I right know. head on our bodies, of course we're saying get a quarterback. Look, we love Romo. Yeah. I'll say it. I exactly. like Romo. I don't, I don't have a problem I, with him. I liked Romo before people liked Romo. Okay, the eight and three, oh, eight you're and a hipster eight. Now. The three. Thank you. The <laughs> three, eight and eight seasons that were back. To, I, everyone hated Romo because he was throwing a lot of interceptions. But I loved him, and and I still do. He's and still- if he can give us another season, one more great season, and have a a, a, a rookie quarterback watch a Super Bowl, Romo, jeez. That would be ideal because, man, come on. You know, wouldn't you want to – I mean, unless you get a, r- a rookie quarterback that just comes and he awes. You know, he's like 
you know, is what he has to do, then, you know, that's pretty ideal too. But if you get a, a bad number four, you know, you want to get someone that can perform already. So it's just, it's, there's a lot of money that's going to be involved too, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I would have to look more deeply into the draft and see what, what quarterbacks are coming up to tell you. I th- but I would. I, at number four, I would. I would. Be, you you need a quarterback. You need to. You know, you don't even know if Romo's going to make it out of training camp. And that's the dead honest truth. You know? Seriously. You got. You have to. That's just my opinion. No, and I, I honestly agree with everything you're saying right now. I Like I said, I am surprised that you're even saying it. I could have sworn you're going to go the other way and say, we're gonna, no, we don't need it yet. But I do love you, Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you're listening, I do. But... Believe in you. And, um, okay, and let me ask you this. Garrett, did he deserve that five-year extension or five-year deal? How do you feel about Jason Garrett? Okay. Please, tell me. I, I was always wondering. Do you like people who listen to you? Uh, depends on, like... When you say something, they take into consideration what you say. Of course. Okay. Do you like people who obey you? when you feel it's the best situation for the scenario? Yes and no? Yeah. All right. Okay. So, does he deserve it? No. No. Jerry Jones thinks so. You know why? Because he listens to Jerry Jones. Okay? And so, to Jerry Jones, does he deserve it? Hey, man. Of course he does. This guy... I have enough influence on him where he can control it. And if I need to take a little time away, I kind of know where his thought process is already. But if I need to intervene, I have enough pull with this guy where for the next five years, I'd like to tell him what to do. But So does all... he deserve it? No, he doesn't. Maybe from our standpoint as viewer, as fanatics, he doesn't. But from the guy calling the shots, he does. And that's the thing, though. He's playing favorites, and he's looking at it because he loves this guy. He, he honestly yeah, loves him. He, he, does. He, he said it before, and but he needs to look at it as a fucking business. Is he getting? Is he bringing people in? Is he gonna throw another fucking horrible season like that? No. He had like what three eight and eights before he got that eleven win season. I think the biggest thing that the Cowboys have missed. Is Bill Parcells. You know why? Because they were disciplined. Think about that team you saw play yesterday. Were they disciplined? Hated them, didn't they? Okay. Were they disciplined? That defense, that Broncos defense. Same. Hey, Wade Phillips, too, man. Were they disciplined? They hated them. Okay, but were they they disciplined? They listened to them. No, no, no. I'm saying the Broncos Broncos defense. defense? Yeah, Yeah. they just. Yes. Right. Yeah, but he's, Bill he, Parcells he, had them disciplined. But he, I'll say, Wade Phillips makes a better defensive coordinator than a head coach. Okay. Those are right. two different positions. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Two different, you know, standpoints. You're right. Okay, you know what? You're right. Because you have to take a different approach. One is in, in a in a in a specific area, and one's just kind of overall. So okay, so take that away. But where's that defense discipline? No, of course. That's All right. right. So that's what they're missing, man. You think we're missing discipline? Yes. It, well, it doesn't work. As of we know now, they have been turned on them. No one's saying like they don't like them. So. Because how do you like someone that doesn't tell you... Like, it's it's hard to not like someone that doesn't really 
get on to you. You know, it's like that good friend that when you talk to, he, he kind of, he, you know, he kind of tells you the truth and really wants the better for you. And then that other friend that's like, he kind of actually goes along. You know, they're both good friends. You know, one's kind of trying to steer you in one direction and then one's kind of there for you. You know, at the at time and center, that, that friend's going to think the one that's kind of going there with you, you know, riding along, it, it's going to be easier to get along than someone trying to get after you. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's good for the good, mm-hmm. you see. So it, that's how I see it. Yeah, but it's business, so you got to take that into consideration yeah. too. Either way, again, done with Cowboys until season. They piss me off. Whatever. Um, but before we do get off that topic, um, do you want RG three or Johnny Football here in Dallas? Look, we just talked about discipline. And unless Johnny Football, I like to see the good in everyone, okay? I, I like to see that RG3 is going to stay healthy and he's going to come and work here. And I would like to see that Johnny Football is going to come and he's going to fix up his act and he's going to be the player he's going to be. But so let's, but let's I'm talk stay, reality. Pa, I'm going to say, in reality, if I could choose between either of them coming, I would honestly want RG3 to come before Johnny Football. Only because... If RG3 stays healthy, he's already mature. He comes from a military family. You know, that's someone you want leading your team. And he, you know, he showed it his first season. He, he's, he, he, has, he has it. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy. And if, and if he can, then come on. Tell me. Tell me. I, I wish we could pull up his stats his rookie season. I, that, I, I know he did, he did fairly well. Um, but... Johnny, but he can't stay healthy. Johnny Manziel has a discipline issue, but I would, I would prefer. I'm sorry, I'm dragging this out. I would prefer to see RG three rather than Johnny Football in a cowboy uniform. To be completely honest with you, because you get RG three, you don't really have to waste your number four on a quarterback after that. But okay, well thing, let, let let's not put the situation where you have to pick one. Do you want one here? I want RG three here. I'm an RG3 fan. All right, so you're with Ryan. All right, well, I have to disagree with everything you say. Yeah, I'm with Ryan. I know Ryan. <laughs> I'm going to disagree with everything you say because I don't want either of them here. I don't like either of them here. They do not fit our system, okay. and I've said my grievances against that. We're not getting into it. Fern, we are Fern, not, We are Fern, not getting into it. Fern, I already said oh, my piece on, with Fern, him, too. We have no system, okay? When you're 8-8, eight and eight, you don't you, – you, what do people know the Cowboys spy? Last year, fine. Last year, not this, the year before last because the season just ended. So when Murray was here, we were kind of known as, you know, we, ha- we like to run the ball a little. And, you know, his numbers showed why we run the ball. But other than that, what, what, what we don't have, I don't think we have, I'm not trying to be mean. So we don't have, I don't think we have a system where, like, we can call a system. It, like, why can we rebuild or why can't we try try something different Be, instead of let, doing the same thing? Let me just thing. say this. Do we run a spread offense? No. Okay, then he's not going to work. All right, back to what I was saying. But why can't we run a spread offense? Because it doesn't fucking work. It doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? Tell me another NFL team that runs a spread offense successfully and has made it to playoffs or at least won a ring. Or why can't RG3 adjust? Because have you not seen what he did whenever fucking uh, 
Jake Rude. It's because look, when you're great, you don't fit in, friend. That that's the that's the honest truth. Let me ask you this. When you, when before LeBron James, who did you ever hear a, 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 a one of the someone besides a point guard dribbling the ball up the court? It's like that's that, he didn't fit there, but they adjusted to him. No, I'm not just saying. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that when you're great, sometimes it's hard to fit in. And I'm not. Saying if I was a LeBron James fan, I would be offended that you're comparing him to what RG3 is. Because no, I'm saying that no, I'm because just, they adjusted to LeBron James, then they found out that geez, this guy can do everything. Okay, but again, let me ask you this: Whenever Jay Gruden took over and changed that offense to where you have to run under center, how well did RG3 do then? Did he adjust? I guess. Let me give not. you his numbers. Four interceptions, six. In, uh, sorry, four touchdowns, six interceptions, one thousand six hundred ninety-four yards, and he did get injured that season too. The reason they told him not to run out of the pocket is because they wanted to protect him. So when Jay Gruden came in, he wanted to keep him under center and turn and, and develop to be a pocket quarterback. How good so, was that old line? Good enough for Kirk Cousins to win the division. Against a weak division. Still broke out and got nine wins. Okay. I guess. I mean, I I, I understand. I, I I I see I see where you're coming from. I honestly do. I can't lie because that see that's the great thing about open discussions is that the possi- the possibilities are endless. You know, and in a way you're correct. In a way I'm correct. I want to see what happens. I, I, I do. And again, to Wait. your point of them adjusting to RG3, I will say that his rookie season, whenever Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan were there, they did adjust the playbook to fit him into a spread offense. But once, but that, spread, but once that spread offense got taken away from him, he didn't adjust to the new offense that Jake Gruden was implying in there, which is running under center and no more... Uh, pistol formation, no more shotgun, no more read options, not as many play actions. And See, I, I, and that, I like that football. I think that football's spread off on football. Watch. Yes. It's fun to watch, but does it win you like, does it win you championships though? Chip Kelly ran what's a possible spread offense in Philly and he didn't give he didn't have a What does Russell Wilson run? Not a spread offense. Well, I know, but what does he run? I don't fucking know. I don't. You know. see, if I don't, I can't get into the specific details, but I think a a a system similar to that would be well for RG three. And now, where he doesn't, have, but his person, he can throw. So, but where you can, you don't have to really. Oh, well, I don't know, because Russell does so much I'll too. Ca- I'll counter this with that though. The reason that Russell Wilson and Cam Newton work, because they're pretty much the same as, as mm-hmm. Roger 3, they adjusted to be pocket quarterbacks. They can stay in the pocket, look comfortable, and go through their reads and throw. They but use, they, they use but, running as a secondary option. Russell, like he throws, he doesn't throw too much, too much. But, and and you had to also think that it's... It, Marshawn Lynch is a huge factor. It's like having two superstars, man. You you can't when you play a team that has one superstar, you can just focus on one. But when you have a well, team with we'll two, we'll see what he does next season because Marshawn Lynch retired. Okay, no, but I'm saying when like in previously to this, okay, like when defense when they're looking at it, man, they they have to focus on two things. 
You know? You, you get what I'm saying? And it's, that's the thing that's the thing with like, RG3. You like, gotta look at Alfred Morris and him. Yeah, but you can't compare Alfred Morris and Marshawn Lynch. Two different play styles, but Alfred Morris was good. Yeah, but not as good as... If you just take their ability, he was not as good as... Either way, I don't want either of them here. <laughs> Super Bowl. No, that, no, that's just all I was saying, I guess. I hope, I honestly hope that. It does make sense. You know, because you have to take into consideration yeah. another great player. Either way, I don't want either of them here. Super Bowl, great. A little sad the Panthers lost because I, I, I owe some people money now. <laughs> but, again, thank you for coming out. I really appreciate you coming here today talk sports with me. We need to do this again. We need yes, to get yes. into more debate about yes. why. I need to get you and Ryan in the same room to talk RG3 and why. You Hi, Ryan. You don't want me and Ryan on the same court, though. Sh- okay. Shout out to Ryan. Because ask him. He'll tell you about our history okay. playing one-on-one. And uh, where can people find you on, on social media? Well, you can find me at Twitter, at underscore ynfy underscore you can find me on instagram o ynfyo or visit my website i am ynfy.com and again thank you mr thank Nino, you every day for coming out i would just like to say a few last words friend go ahead um, say your piece guys we really need to seriously tell our government to chill out all right that's no i'm gonna, serious no hold on hold on <laughs> you know we got to get fluoride out our water and this is serious, okay? We got to get fluoride out of our water. We have to stop Sir, this is GMOs. This is Hold on. I just wanted... I have to raise awareness, okay? And we have to stop chemtrails. Um, search all that stuff up, and, and, and all that stuff's true. But, you know, I, w- I want to thank Fern for having me and giving me the opportunity to say that. So, you know, it's always a pleasure. Now, there you go, people. Your life lesson for the day. Again, thank you. Dude. No GMOs, no fluoride, no chemtrails. Search it up, people, oh, please. God. All right, thank you. All right, so that was our conversation with our special I'm going to keep saying our special guest. Our special guest, Nino, YNFY. About time you said it. Oh, man, got to keep it a secret. And it's out now. They just listened to the conversation. Gotcha. So he gave our... I want to thank him for coming out, coming in. He was supposed to do the... The predictions, but you know, scheduling, and he's a busy man. He's he really a busy is. man. So, but I'm just glad that we got him in here. We talked Super Bowl, like I said, talk Cowboys. He has a lot of great opinions. He made a great point about Jason Garrett. Um, True, but it's always good to ha- have that guy here and talking sports because as he he he's a he's pretty smart, pretty smart fan. He knows what he's talking about. He does know what he's talking about. So, definitely someone that I I can talk sports with, and I always have a great time. Again, thank you to him. Thank you to Big C for coming out. Uh, God, what's going to be our question of the day this week? I guess, what's your favorite Daniel Bryan match ever? Ring of Honor, WWE, wherever else he was. I don't know. I I never really followed him in the Indies. I know him from Ring of Honor. But what was your favorite Daniel Bryan match ever? crazy man I, I can't believe it yeah some people thought it was just a work it was a work but no it, yeah when they said it I was like uh, he's gonna retire I mean but yeah it's over but other than that it's um, you can follow me at twitter at for underscore tiktok at caesar tiktok 06 and make sure to tweet us if you have any questions and uh, answer our question or answer the question of the day you know fair down environment and again next week we'll do all-star break since it is all-star break for nba we'll recap that all right hopefully i can get kadeem aka the black dazzler in here to talk daniel bryant because i know that guy has a lot to say about him 
Yeah, it's one of his uh, favorite isn't it? It is. Top, top. He's in the top. But other than that, man, I'm Fern. Big C. And we'll catch you next week. Peace.